The Free Vision app is where you'll find a growing range of on-demand audio and video to help you look to God daily. Search Vision Christian Media in your app store. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. Our adversary is cunning and crafty, manipulative and merciless. Pastor Greg Laurie warns us. Here's how the devil works. He whispers in your ear, go ahead and do it. It's not that bad. And then the moment you do it, he comes back to you and says, you're the biggest hypocrite that ever walked the face of the earth. Don't even think of reading the Bible again. Don't even think of showing your ugly face in church again. Now he's the accuser of the brethren. First he's the tempter. Now he'll become the condemner. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Have you ever been the target of a scam? Many of us have, and some without even realising it. None of the scammers admit that they're trying to rip you off. They play upon your unknowing, your kindness, or even your fear. They find a weakness or a vulnerability. And Satan is just like that, only he's been practising for a whole lot longer. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie warns us about his tactics and strategies. We're each in his crosshairs, but as believers, we're under the protection of the cross. title of this message is Angels and Demons. So this is what kind of perplexes us is where in the heck did demons come from? Why do we even have to have demons? Well they're out there for sure and to simplify it a demon is a fallen angel. God did not create demons as we know them today. He created angels but he gave to these angelic creatures a free will and an ability to choose and as hard as it is to believe One third of the angels followed a high ranking angel known as Lucifer, the son of the morning in a rebellion. Lucifer is also known as Satan and the devil. So Genesis 3, very familiar passage. I'll read verses one to seven. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. The serpent was as shrewdest of all the creatures the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden we're not allowed to eat. God said, don't eat it or touch it, and if you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw the tree was beautiful, and its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate and she gave to her husband with her and he ate. We'll stop there. So it's worth noting that in this particular passage the devil is compared to a serpent or a snake. And this is a fascinating thing because, well, snakes are very interesting creatures in that they're hard to figure out. You know, when I was a boy, for some inexplicable reason, I collected snakes. And uh, I don't know why I liked them so much. 
but I, I had quite an exhaustive collection and I was bitten by many snakes, I might add as well. And I had this one snake that almost could sense my fear. And anybody else would reach in and this little python would not strike and whenever I put my hand in there, it strike. And every time bit me, just snake drove me crazy. Because he just knew, here comes Greg, I'm gonna bite him. And uh, so we had this very uh, contentious relationship, me and that crazy snake. But uh, you know, snakes are that way. You know, you can't read a snake. You can read a dog. It's so easy to know where you stand with a dog. You know when a dog's happy. You know when a dog's sad. You know when a dog, pretty much wherever he's at, you can read it on his face. Cats are far more mysterious. They just sort of look at you with those mystical eyes and walk off. But snakes are even harder to read than than cats or dogs because a snake is a reptile and their brain is very small. They're not intelligent creatures. And people say, well, you can tame snakes. Sort of you can. But they may bite you in the face and they may be fine with you for a while. It all depends. But you, you always want to be aware of, of the threat of a snake. And another thing about a snake is they can get in and out of the tightest little spots. And that's so much like the devil. You don't know what the devil's gonna do next and he'll kind of worm his way in or snake his way into a given situation. But the thing with the snake also is the venom. I never had any venomous snakes, but you know there are different kinds of snakes that have different strengths of venom. Did you know that the venom of a baby rattler is more toxic than that of an adult rattler? So you know, you might see a full-grown rattlesnake and you back away from it, don't get near that thing, stay away from it. Then you see a little baby rattler and you go, look at that, <laughs> it's so cute. And you pick him up, what did you do, baby rattler? <laughs> and he's in your hand, you know, or did the little things, <laughs> oh, baby rattler just bit me, it's so cute. <laughs> Feeling faint. Huh. Yeah, don't mess around. <laughs> and I bring this up because, you know, we have our guard up against the big sins, but we lower our guard with what we perceive as little sins or areas that we're strong in and we end up getting defeated in that very area. Is this making sense to you? So the devil comes like a serpent. And what does he do? Well, with Eve, he questions God's love effectively. You know what, if God really loved you, He would let you eat of any tree you want to eat of in the garden. So the fact that He isn't letting you eat of it must be an indication He doesn't really love you at all. And by the way, if you eat of this fruit, you will become like a God. Eve, you'll be a goddess. And you will know the things that only God knows. And, and she just went for it. That's all she needed to hear. It appealed to her pride. So the devil is clever. He won't come and just say, you know, the Bible's not the Word of God. He'll just say, did you really understand the Bible correctly? Did God really say what you thought God said? Maybe you just misunderstood. And so he'll come to us and say, you know, it's really not that bad for you to do that. Other people do that. Other people who say there are Christians do that. Why can't you do that? And you say, well, because, you know, I just think that's wrong. Oh, come, go ahead. Don't be so uptight. Don't be so rigid. You're being legalistic. Go ahead and just do that thing that everybody else is doing. Okay, well, I'll do it one time and I'll just have a little bit. Yeah, the famous last words. And then here's what happens. Then he gets you. Then you do that thing and you're sort of hooked. You're pulled in. 
And then what does the devil do? Right after he deceived you and told you, go ahead and do it, he then condemns you. Because the Bible describes Satan as the accuser of the brothers and sisters. And he accuses us before God day and night. So here's how the devil works. He whispers in your ear, go ahead and do it. Everybody else is doing it. It's not that bad. Do it just once. You'll be fine. Or no one will ever know. And then the moment you do it, he comes back to you and says, you're the biggest hypocrite that ever walked the face of the earth. How can you call yourself a Christian? Don't even think of reading the Bible again. Don't even think of showing your ugly face in church again. Now he's the accuser of the brethren. First he's the tempter, pulling you in, getting you to take his free sample. Now he'll become the condemner and the accuser of the brethren. Great to have you with us today. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA. And his message today is called Angels and Demons. It's part of his enlightening series, The Afterlife and the Eternal. You know when you go into Krispy Kreme Donuts, and I haven't been there for a while, but the last time I was there, I of course overate, as I always do. That's why I stay away. But I walk in and what do they do? Would you like a free Krispy Kreme Donut? Why do they do that? Because they love us? No, because they know the moment you eat that hot, freshly made donut glistening with sugar, <laughs> you will eat more. It's worth it to them. So you take that bite and they're cutting. And have you ever noticed they're a little smaller than regular donuts? How many of you have had Krispy Kreme donuts? Not, okay, not everybody. If you haven't had them, you should go try them. <laughs> now I'm like the devil all of a sudden. Just one time, try them. <laughs> Just have a little one. Yeah, that's how it works. So I try that first one, I'll have another, I'll have another, I'll have another. And it's so awesome when I'm eating them. And then it just becomes all this greasy dough in my stomach. And I'm thinking, why did I just do that? Then I go into a food coma. You know how it works. That's how sin works. I'm sorry to use Krispy Kreme in that way, but it fits. You take the bait, and then you're hooked, and then he condemns you. So you say, so what do you do? Well, you just remember that that's his tactic. And no matter what sin you've committed, God can forgive you if you'll admit that sin and repent of it. So it's very important for us to know how the enemy works. I think it was Victor Hugo who said, he was the author of Les Miserables, who said, quote, a good general will penetrate the brain of his enemy. The idea is know your opponent, know what your opponent may do, and be ready for him when he comes. And these are the tactics of the enemy that he uses over and over again. But here's the good news. 2,000 years ago on the cross, Jesus defeated Satan. He defeated him. Now look, the devil can still tempt you. The devil can still hassle you. The devil can still kind of buffet you or strike at you. Even the Apostle Paul talked about how he was buffeted by the enemy. But the devil can never overcome you. The devil can never overpower you. And the devil can never possess you because you are under new management because you've put your faith in Christ. And Satan knows that. The Bible tells us that God puts his ID tag on us. And that ID tag says property of Jesus Christ. And that ID tag is the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the Christian. 
So you don't have to be afraid of what the enemy is going to do. You just need to be aware of it. And you need to keep your guard up. But here's the bottom line, and I'll close with this. God wants you to come into a relationship with Him, and the devil wants to do everything he can to keep you away from a relationship with God. The Bible says that God of this world, that Satan, has blinded the eyes of those that don't believe, lest their eyes should be open, and they should see the glorious light of the gospel. So Satan doesn't want you to believe, and the Bible also says he's taken people captive to do his will. So he tries to keep us from coming to Christ. But then when we do come to Christ, he'll do everything he can to get us to fall away or to compromise so he can neutralize us. And so we need to be aware of these things. So let me speak to two people as I close. Um, number one, you may be a person who's joined us who is not sure if your sin is forgiven. In fact, the devil has just been having a heyday in your life. Maybe he has you trapped in addiction, drugs, alcohol, pornography. Maybe he has you trapped in some relationship. He has you trapped in something else. And you just feel like, I can never get out of this place. You can't. You can't. But you must ask God for his help and for his forgiveness. And Jesus can pull you out of that pit that you're in and change you literally in moments. So if you've never believed in Jesus, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to believe in him tonight and have all of your sin forgiven and get a fresh start in life. And most importantly, know that when you die, you will go to heaven. But there are some of you who have accepted Christ into your life, but realistically and honestly, you've been kind of trapped by the enemy. He's kind of got you wound up in some compromised situation and, and you're not a happy person right now because you're trying to live in two worlds. In fact, you're even sitting here right now thinking about what you're gonna do in that other world you live in the moment you get out of this church service. That is not a good thing. I'm gonna watch this on TV. I'm gonna go to this club. I'm gonna go, yeah, really? You're in a bad place. Because I, I don't think we should wanna get out of this place quickly. I think we should wanna be here and savor the moment with God's people. Enjoy every moment that we have to worship and learn the Word of God. It's a privilege. Don't live in two worlds. So if you're in that sort of no man's land of compromise, I'd really encourage you tonight to make a recommitment to Christ and, and really start walking with the Lord as you ought to. Don't let the enemy have a foothold in your life. The Bible says, don't give place to the devil. Don't give him anything. Don't have tea with him. Don't hang out with him. Don't have a short conversation with him. Keep as much distance as you can. The Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So we have to resist him. But before that it says, submit to God. So first I submit to God, then I resist the devil. Because as I submit to God, I have the power to resist the devil. And he'll flee from me. So some of you may need to make that recommitment. I'll give you that opportunity right now as we all close in prayer. Let's pray. Now, Father, thank you for your word to us. We know there's a devil. We know there are demons. But more importantly, we know there's you. And we know there are angels. And we know you're more powerful than our adversary. So we would just say right now, to the enemy and his forces, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we would say, Lord, 
that there are people here that need to come to you. And I pray that you would take off the blinders. Help them to see what we've shared tonight is true. These are not fairy tales. These are not myths. This is hard reality. The supernatural world. And I pray, Lord, for any person here that doesn't know you yet, I pray you would help them to come to you and believe in you and be forgiven of all of their sin. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie, closing with an important prayer. And as you've listened today, you've come to realize that you need to make a change in your relationship with God. Well, today's a great day to do that. And Pastor Greg would like to help you right now. You know, I, I receive so many letters from people from every walk of life, from successful businessmen to those who are incarcerated, to mothers struggling as they're trying to raise their children, to young boys and girls writing and saying they've made a commitment or a recommitment to Jesus. And maybe you need to make that commitment to him right now. Let me lead you in a word of prayer. Yes, you can meet God right now. And I would just ask you to pray this prayer out loud after me. And this is where you are asking Christ to come into your life. Pray with me now, if you would. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I've broken your commandments and I've fallen short of your standards but I thank you that you have loved me and you have called me to yourself. So I turn from my sin right now and I choose to believe in and follow you. Be my Savior, be my Lord, and be my God from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and loving me and accepting me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, let me just say, God bless you. You've made the right decision, and welcome to the family of God. Thanks, Pastor Greg. Well, if you've just prayed that prayer and you made a decision for Christ, we'd like to congratulate you and send you some resource materials to help in this new journey. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you as well. That's 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, next time, the finale to Pastor Greg's important series, The Afterlife and the Eternal, and we'll have some practical help for fighting the spiritual battles that we face every day. That's tomorrow, same time, on A New Beginning. Now, for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called angels and demons. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.